forever. Dog. One night changed Sweet Valley forever. This week on the podcast, Francine Pascal's Sweet Valley High, A Night to Remember. Hello, welcome to Teen Creeps, the podcast about YA pulp fiction. I'm one of your hosts, Lindsay Katai. I'm another one of your hosts, Kelly Nugent. And today we are joined by a very special guest. You probably know who it is because we're covering Sweet Valley High. Mm-hmm. You may know her from Same Day Shipping, podcaster, and Sweet Valley High correspondent, Ryan Mogi is here. Welcome, Ryan. Hi, guys. Welcome, Hi. Ryan. I'm so excited to talk to you guys. One. Yay. <laughs> Yay. Because I miss you both. And yeah. two, I'm so excited to talk about this book. This book oh is so God. fun and wild and insane. I can't believe it took us so long to get to the beginning of our path to Evil Twin. Yeah. But I'm so happy that it's coming for our prom. Yes. For our Teen Creeps prom. Yeah, the timing is perfect. You guys really, really set this up. Auspicious. Auspicious. Yes, an auspicious occasion. <laughs> I I love to that th- th- for this book, like everyone gets a star moment. And by that, I mean gets to be like the worst person in the world. Like everyone gets to do that. <laughs> Except for some reason, Lila. Except for Lila. <laughs> well, Lila is going through the only true trauma. Yes, the, that's I, true. Oh, God. The, I'm sure you guys know which paragraph I'm talking about, but I took a photo of this. And must read it. Absolutely. Mm. Um, okay, so I guess I'll go ahead and read. So th- they're already at the party. Mm-hmm. The beach party. Mm-hmm. Oh, right. Beach disco. And <laughs> this is when w- when I was reading, when I got to this part, I went. <gasps> oh, my goodness. Uh, so Lila is there with Tony. What's his face? Mm-hmm. She didn't want to go. Lila glared. Laughing, Jessica and Amy headed back to the picnic tables. I wish she'd lighten up, Amy remarked. When is she going to get over what happened with John? Jessica shrugged. It was a pretty traumatic experience for her, she reminded Amy. Weeks after nearly being date-raped by their classmate, John Pfeiffer, Lila was still attending private counseling sessions at Project Youth. But I agree with you. She can't mope forever. What the fuck? And the whole book is everyone being like, uh, weeks. it's been what, three weeks? Why can't she get over it? It oh, and the, and Kate William, Kate Williams or Kate William, the the actual writer. Oh, let me book. see. Let me see. Uh, um, I believe it's Kate William. Yeah, William. Kate William does a very good job of conveying PTSD. For yes. Lila. Yes. I thought Very Lila is the most grounded in this than she ever is. And I, I really liked Lila in this. Yes. I liked this, her in this too. And then everyone else is a fucking monster about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like I, Nathan, the counselor is, he's push, he's, he's kind of pushing back on her perceptions because it's his job to help her mm-hmm. like get a, clearer sense of reality again but everybody else going he was it was fine lila get over it is so so unacceptable well because especially because like they could be like you know 
both things can exist, right? Like that guy, Tony, can be respectful, which I think he was. And at the same time, she could be feeling the things that she's feeling because she's experiencing Absolutely. fucking PTSD. Mm-hmm. I yeah, did so think every Nathan guy was inappropriate like to dance now. with her. Yeah, but oh, I tried God. to picture yes. the dancing. I think it was yeah. like 80s movie <laughs> fast dance dancing. <laughs> a yeah, kind like, of dancing like, like unfortunately didn't exist by the time Unless you went to like a ska <laughs> show or something. Like it did not exist for us. No, it did not exist for us. You didn't have a ska show. Just, I think uh, I think it's like kind of a gray area if you're older. Because he's mm-hmm. not like that much older. Although maybe that makes it worse. But the fact that he's her counselor, there should have been a hard line. Also, yeah. that was the other thing. He's her counselor, right? Like, and isn't it the rule that like if you see a patient out in the world, you're not yes. supposed to be like, hey, I'm your counselor. This fool is like, wanna go play frisbee at the beach <laughs> with my dog JD? And I'm JD's like, pretty Dude. cool dog though. JD's JD would awesome. look pretty hot in a tux. <laughs> oh my God. I need to okay, should I read the back just so that we can get a sense yes, of yes, all yes, the yes. things? All the things Please. that happen in the last five pages. Yes! Oh my god! Okay, but no, sorry. Spoilers. <laughs> no, I truly, I was like, like, because I forgot to read the back of the book until like twenty pages were left in the book, and I read them, and I was like, huh? Yeah, all yeah, of these particularly did not Bruce. I yes. was like, Bruce is, what? Yeah. Oh my god, the Bruce stuff! <laughs> oh my god, Bruce. Okay, 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 okay. Okay, ready? Mm-hmm. After tonight, nothing will ever be the same in Sweet Valley. Identical twins, Jessica and Elizabeth Wakefield, have worked together to create the most perfect prom Sweet Valley has ever seen. But when a jealous conflict turns deadly, the twins' lives are changed forever. Since the death of his girlfriend, Regina Morrow, wealthy Bruce Patman has kept his heart closed to love. Then a mysterious girl steps into his life and Bruce (laughs) must decide if it's worth the pain to love again. (laughs) <laughs> that happens in the span of three seconds apparently yeah also he doesn't he's not like deciding if it's worth the pain he's like who is that angel? who is that and then he gets kicked in the head <laughs> <laughs> and then we never see him again because there are three pages left uh will when lila fowler thinks her guidance counselor is interested in more than her schoolwork she puts his career and his reputation on the line what would the truth come out before disaster strikes and changes the lives of everyone in sweet valley forever how many times are they gonna say changes sweet valley forever Mm -hmm. nothing's gonna be the same everything's Everything's gonna be changed changed. Mm -hmm. the twins aren't speaking (laughs) sweet valley is in chaos um yeah none of these answers are answered no, these questions are no. It feels like a solicit for the next book. Like this, yeah. should be, Like this should be what's inside the book. Yeah, for the At next the end. book. Yes, but no, mm-hmm. it's the back of the book. So, like, if I was a Bruce fan, which I kind of am, and I read the back of that book, I'd <laughs> yeah, be me too. so just dis- like, th- there's good Bruce stuff in here. Like, he's a jerk a lot, and that's great. But like, oh my, there's God. nothing about. Finding love again until that like there's two paragraphs at the end before he gets blacked out. Also, like okay, I was really annoyed with. I was like, okay, where every time there was a Bruce chunk, mm-hmm. yeah, I was like, okay, so the girl shows up here, no, <laughs> yeah, uh, here, no, here, no. Every like every time I was like, surely now, <laughs> it was in Dude. the back of the book. So the Bruce stuff, like truly is so diabolical like he like this is game this is the game yes it truly is like like you cannot 
I feel like your thoughts would not be this evil if you were just like, oh, I can't love again. Like, yeah, no, this is calculated cruelty. I have a a thing that I had to take pictures of two pages because I was like, oh, my God. Okay, so this is Bruce and poor Andrea. Oh, my God. Okay. Hey, Bruce, I'm glad I caught you. Bruce kicked his locker shut and turned around. Andrea stood before him wearing tight faded jeans, a boxy pink raw silk jacket, white tank top, and a hopeful smile. <laughs> How are you doing? He grunted. Her smile brightened at his acknowledgement of her existence. <laughs> <laughs> Great, she said cheerfully. Aren't you psyched it's the weekend? Bruce shrugged his broad shoulders. Sure, I'm always ready for a, bla- a break from this dump. Well, how about getting out of Sweet Valley altogether? Andrea hooked an arm through his as they strolled down the hall together. There's a little restaurant my dad told me about up near Marpa Heights, and I've been dying to check it out. How would you like to drive up there tomorrow night? And Bruce put on the brakes, planting his tennis shoes firmly. With a subtle but sharp jerk jerk of his arm, he shook Andrea off. I'm not sure I'll be free, he told her, relishing the way her smile faded and a look of disappointment (laughs) shattered her big bright eyes. Maybe I'll call you tomorrow if something better comes up. It was about the most obnoxious thing he could think to say, short of telling her he never wanted to see her again anywhere or anytime. (laughs) Bruce smiled. This had to be it. This time, she'd tell him to take a hike. How much abuse could a person tolerate? Andrea's lower lip trembled slightly. She took a step backwards, but she didn't yell, lecture, or curse. Okay, she said, her voice small. Call me if you get the chance. I'll probably be around. Bruce walked away without bothering to make a response. It is. I I loved it. Did I love, did you already use delicious. the word diabolical? Yeah, it yeah. It is that is the perfect word. Well, especially because he's not trying to date her. He just no. is like completely dissociated that she's a human. Yeah. <laughs> he's just yeah. Like, also, like literally anyone is like, "Hey, Andrea's pretty cool." He's like, "Uh." She's a drip. I hate her. She's so boring. I, Do you see I'm how she tr- lets me I've treat her? I've been trying to kill her for two months now. <laughs> she hasn't fallen into my any of my booby traps. It's truly like... So there's, there's that element. I'm going to tell you what element that I... And I think you guys too probably could not give two shits about. But the book gives 1,000 shits about. <laughs> is... The rivalry between Big Mesa oh and my Sweet God. Valley High. Especially because it's mostly like terrorism on the behalf of Big Mesa. <laughs> like it's not a rivalry. <laughs> I texted my mom to see. I was like, Ooh. hey, mom. So when you went to high school, was it like a huge thing that rival schools would come over and like crash your parties or trash your school. And I was expecting either one extreme or the other. Mm -hmm. I was expecting either she was going to be like, oh, yeah, that happened all the time. That was a much bigger thing. Or I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. (laughs) And instead, I got like kind of a lukewarm answer of (laughs) no, that never happened to us. But it probably happened at other schools. Oh, your mom was doing it. Oh, she was was wearing one of those masks, and she was going to the bonfire. Montezuma High School, or whatever it was called, (laughs) for the for like for how seriously, like I know that it it is like the way that they are acting is like guerrilla warfare. Truly, Mm -hmm. like they'll be having a party, (laughs) and then it'll be like, and then like the the big mesa will come and like like throw their hot dogs on the ground. (laughs) 
toss their women over their shoulder. Oh my god, it was like truly like deranged. Like the I I just have never had such school spirit. Like I just don't I don't see it. I I, was... I wanted to read um I I hope I didn't interrupt. Um let me see. So after the initial like Elizabeth and Jessica get this idea for jungle prom mm-hmm. and then it's like time to go to a beach party. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the description of everybody at the beach party being a couple up until like uh somebody maybe Todd speaks I have to read the whole thing. I'm really sorry. It's okay. We got to hear it. We have to hear it. It must be done. Okay. So, okay, that's that's another thing to be talked about. Okay, so <laughs> Um, so they get to the beach party. Now, this is what I call a party, Jessica thought with approval. And then she like wraps herself around Sam Woodruff, her boyfriend who goes to a different school but not Big Mesa. Um, a dozen or so couples were already dancing to the music, blasting from boom boxes set up on picnic tables. Elizabeth and Todd were slow dancing, seemingly blissfully unaware that everyone around them was going wild. Maria Santelli's long, dark hair whipped from side to side as her boyfriend, Winston Egbert, looking goofy as usual in Hawaiian print shorts, spun her in crazy circles. Meanwhile, Dee Dee Gordon and Bill Chase, drama club president and Sweet Valley High's top surfer, respectively, were doing the twist. Amy Sutton, whose knockout legs looked longer than ever thanks to hot pink Lycra Micro Mini, shimmied up to her tennis star boyfriend, Barry Rourke. (laughs) Tall, blonde, well-built, Sweet Valley High's hotshot quarterback grasped his petite girlfriend, Terry Adams, by the waist. She squealed with laughter as he lifted her high over his head. April Dawson and Michael Harris were hopping around, clapping their hands and singing along to the music at the tops of their lungs. Annie Whitman, her stepsister Cheryl Thomas, and Annie's boyfriend, a throuple, Tony Esteban, were laughing over a shared joke. Even stuff that uh, Bruce Patman is getting down, Jessica noted with amusement. This part, like the listing of all these oh fucking God. characters, reminds me of of your story shut Lindsay, up that you I knew you were gonna say that <laughs> <laughs> no. it's like and but then this is all where I got that so many friends these <laughs> friends all had friends <laughs> this is what they all looked like this was their roles here's what they were wearing <laughs> also I don't think Hawaiian print shorts are a thick like floral prints no. on shorts yes board shorts with floor flowers i'm not yes. denying those ex- existence but the term hawaiian print is yeah. very specifically shirts so the yeah. pants that i was picturing on winston were pretty <laughs> delightful <laughs> i mean they were custom yes. right like he had to get those custom 100%. Oh, for sure. um but i'm so sorry but i'm not done oh no there's okay. more couples. Okay. i'm so sorry so even stuffed shirt bruce patman is getting down jessica noted with amusement but that was probably only because he was at the party with andrea slade the daughter of famous rock star andrea wasn't the type to sit on the sidelines when tunes were cranking so that's Uh. the description of all the couples and then i'll skip over the jessica and sam stuff the vibe of this party too is so like sixties beach party movie. It's insane. Like big Mesa shows up and you know they have like greased hair and their like cuffs are rolled up with a pack of cigs. 
and they're like vaguely ethnic and by that I mean Italian. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Except for the one <laughs> Irish guy who like has a big chip on his shoulder about it. Yeah. <laughs> And the one girl who's Puerto Rican and they don't talk about it. <laughs> yeah, they don't talk about it. So uh, blah, 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 skip, skip, skip. Um, they they join the crowd again because they're like so hot and heavy. They strolled together toward the party. Some of the kids had taken a break from dancing in order to grab some food. Now Ken waved a can of soda in their direction. Welcome to the greatest party ever thrown by the greatest school in the greatest town of the U.S. of A, he boomed. Fucking dork! (laughs) So that's the end. That's all. That's the party they're at. And I was like, what is happening? Okay, so. So dorky. I laughed out loud at like every description. Yeah. I'm sure that the boomboxes that are all playing are probably tuned to the radio. But I yeah. also really like the idea that they all have CD players in the top of their boombox, and they're like three, two, one, <laughs> press play, and they had to do it like three times because uh-huh. like it, it was slightly <laughs> getting off. a little off. They have Enid oh do that god. before everyone else gets to the party. Oh my god, <laughs> her big Mesa piece of shit. Oh Jesus. Oh right. So Enid is dating someone from Big Mesa, Hugh. Yes. I Yo. mean, how dare she? And how dare he? Wait, so I remember bits and pieces of what you told us in our Evil Twin episode about the six-part series leading up to Mm -hmm. Evil Twin, this being one of the parts. Yes. Was Hugh on like a dating game show? Who was on the dating game show? I thought, oh, I they're in the other room. I meant to bring them out. I, the boys from the dating game. Um. (laughs) <laughs> they're just waiting <laughs> uh, I think Winston was on it even though he has what? a girlfriend um, but Enid but Hugh used to be a bad boy but now he's a good boy that's well, part mean, of his story I mean if it, you go to Big Mesa yeah he course. was like into drugs I think oh, wow. I'm sorry en- he's dating Enid well he's a good boy now he's mm. dating Enid Enid <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he's with a nid now, and but he used to be a bad boy, but now he's a good boy. Ah, uh, so then you, who there, was the one who wore flip flops on their dating game date? Oh, <laughs> that's right. There was one that wore flip flops on the dating game date, and then the girl didn't like it. Yeah, I don't remember because she was, it was dressed up nice, and then and he wore flip flops. That feels like Hawaiian print shorts, Winston. Yes. Yes. But it wasn't. Yeah, because Winston like moved in with his girlfriend. What? Oh, guys, what? I should have high school. Books. Do you guys want to go get know? him real quick? I should. Okay, I'll be right back, guys. Okay. Okay. Greatest party. Greatest party in the U.S. of A. The US of that is a. the dorkiest sh- shit the I've ever heard in my fucking life. What the fuck? Oh, Ken Matthews. I'm so disappointed in you. And wait, at this time, Ken Matthews. So who does Ken date when he um, is dating one of the twins? Jessica. Jessica. Right? But she's with Sam right like now. A Jessica Had she dated Ken before? I, this is probably Maybe. a question This for is Ryan. a Ryan question. There's questions? Yeah. <laughs> so... Ken, right now he's dating Terry Adam. Yeah, Ken dates Jessica. D- was he dating her before this? He was dating her. Yes, back when in in uh, 
the tr- the Death Valley. Death Valley. I think that was before and then, this. Oh yeah, I forgot. And then did they date after this? Right, they do. Right. So it went. No, Elizabeth? she tries to go up with Todd. Oh my god! That's what happens in the yeah the rest of the books. Is she go? She goes off the deep end. Fucking shocking. And then yeah. tries to date Todd, or like they do date because Elizabeth stops talking to Todd because she's so worried about going to prison. And Todd <laughs> and, and Todd uh, and Jessica, they go to the beach and they make out. And every time oh she makes God. out with him, she's like, yeah, this is pretty horrible for me to do to Elizabeth. But <laughs> my boyfriend's dead. So because of me. <laughs> but do you guys want to hear what the chant is that Big Mesa says when they like come and attack the school? <laughs> yes. Yes. Big Mesa rules and Sweet Valley High cowers. What? Not even drools? <laughs> cowards. Cowards. <laughs> didn't want to take a second pass at that one? <laughs> you didn't want to make a rhyme? <laughs> yeah, like, what? Make a cowards? rhyme? <laughs> like, I feel like if someone, like, and they say that when they come and, like, they, like, drive up in their scary car and, like, someone yells <laughs> that at them. Like, if someone had said that to me, I would have been like, what? <laughs> Because, like, I don't understand what you're saying. Like, if you yell the word cowards, like, I'm like, what is that word? <laughs> because of how you set it up. Because of the fact that I am definitely expecting you to say drools. Yes. I, th- it didn't compute for, like, 10 full seconds. Yeah. Cowers. <laughs> Sweet belly eye cowers. <laughs> like, I didn't, I was very surprised when I realized you were done speaking. Yeah. You would think it would continue. You would. You would. But it didn't. Um, yeah, the person who goes on Hunks, the dating show, is <laughs> is Nicholas Morrow, who is oh, Regina, Regina's brother. Who we, he gets a cameo in this book. He does for like it doesn't really. Ma- I mean, he gets a cameo to like hang out by his yacht. Yeah, um, and upset. Wait, Bruce. so so Regina dies. Is wait, is she the one that does coke one time, one and, time dies? and dies? Yeah, we read that one. We read that one. We read that one. Sad. Okay, she was dating Bruce. She had a hearing disability, right? Or a, I don't know, or a visual disability. I thought I think she was hard of hearing. Yeah, yeah, but then she wasn't. Well, she was like gonna get an operation or something. Yeah, or she had been deaf and had the mm-hmm. operation. I'm not sure. It doesn't matter. I just remember it doesn't it being matter because ableist. she is dead. <laughs> so <laughs> once you're dead, your physical uh, disabilities or non disabilities are forgotten. You know which part I was like, because when you're really... in heaven, you have full use of your faculty. <laughs> you know, okay. You know what I really got confused about. Hmm. So like, there's this part where Jessica and sam are studying Mm -hmm. and she's like "Hmm, we can do a bet and like whoever does worse on their test that's coming up has to buy breakfast for the other person the day after prom Mm -hmm. and then she and him are hanging out and he's like by the way how'd your french exam go today and they're at dinner I'm pretty sure I aced my math test. He nudged her foot with his under the table. It's going to be a fun bet for the winner and the loser. 
And she thinks, why is he leering at me that way? Jessica thought, distracted. (laughs) And what's with the footsie? Doesn't he know we're in a restaurant? What bet? She asked. I like I I was like, was that not her with him? Like I no, that was was to show like how like consumed she had become with prom and how he was like such a footnote. Well, that's what I learned after I went back and reread the other parts. I was like, was it Elizabeth pretending to be her? Well, like, part of it is she kind of implies, and this book does not deal head on with sex most of the time, but I feel like she's yeah. implying they'll spend the night together. Yeah, she she's is. She's like, we'll go, we'll ha- whoever, you know, whoever loses has to do breakfast for the other. And he's like, oh, does that mean we'll be out all night? Yeah, she's exactly. like, yeah. If you play your cards right, it's probably she says something like that. Yeah, I don't that actually sounds, remember. That sounds like her. Sounds like a book. Yeah. I, there were some star Elizabeth is a drip moments mm-hmm. in this book. I know that Kelly, you brought up her favorite food. Oh my God. <laughs> or, I'm favorite? sorry, her favorite side dish. Side dish. But before you get to that, I just wanted to. Uh, talk about the description of her room. Okay. <laughs> so it describes Jessica's messy room. We're doing the typical opening of the book. Jessica's so messy and wild. Elizabeth is so neat and straight-laced. And we talk about how messy Jessica's room is. And then we get In contrast, Elizabeth's room with its off-white carpeting and cream-colored walls was neat and inviting. A rectangular table held her computer, reference books, and school supplies. That was where she did her writing. Under the window was a second-hand chaise lounge she'd she'd recovered in soft, pale velvet. That was where she did her reading. (laughs) There is no color in this room. It's like, welcome to my womb. (laughs) Yes. Also, she's like, when she's like, Elizabeth wanted to be a writer, a journalist, or a poet. Yeah, she has a good <laughs> kind of writing. <laughs> well, that's because she hasn't done her internship where she meets the wolf man yet. Yeah, she that's hasn't. So she doesn't she know. Hasn't. She doesn't know. She doesn't know. Oh, my God. <laughs> she doesn't know. She doesn't know what she wants to do. She Also, I was caught on that paragraph because I don't believe that Elizabeth is handy enough to have recovered that herself. I think her mom no. and no. dad paid for that thing to get recovered. Yes. Yeah, which she requested to be recovered <laughs> in soft <laughs> lavender or whatever it was. Ugh. Yeah. It's so, yeah. it's it's an all white room. Yeah. It's an all white room. Yep. It doesn't even yeah. say a color. It's so recovered boring. in soft, pale velvet. What is pale? Pale what? <laughs> pale yeah. Name a color. Yeah. And it's soft eggshell. <laughs> She also, okay, her favorite food, her favorite side dish, Mm -hmm. cold rice Mm -hmm. and vegetable salad. I'm sorry. Here's the thing. I, when Jessica said that, I thought she was making fun of her sister. I did too. I know, me too. And then her mom's like, yep. Yep. (laughs) Also, like, her mom's like, her mom's like, I'm making your favorite for dinner. And she's like, crazy stir-fried chicken or whatever the fuck she calls <laughs> stir-fried chinese chicken yeah and then and elizabeth's favorite side dish mrs wakefield continued cold rice and vegetable salad jessica guessed <laughs> and she goes mm-hmm. <laughs> and your dad's she, favorite dessert yeah, she doesn't even cobbler. acknowledge it <laughs> like because that, that is a good burn on elizabeth 
Her, it her is. favorite side dish would be cold rice and vegetable salad. Yeah, yes. I would have loved it if it's like Lila smirked at the joke. She was yes. sure that Mrs. Wakefield would like reprimand her for her like <laughs> cruel taunt. <laughs> and instead she's like, yes, this is the this is the case. Yeah. This is her favorite side dish. Like cool. every night I come downstairs and I just find her licking ice cubes going yum, yum, yum. Yeah, truly it's like her favorite side dish. Uh White protein. <laughs> and you're like, what? Her favorite side dish, grain. Okay, and maybe, I'm not a huge leftovers person, so like maybe right. it's me. But like, I don't think I'd ever want rice cold, cold. like room temperature. <laughs> okay, or like I, you know, but like cold is and also so rice in like, the okay. vegetable salad. Here's the Ooh. thing: you can do. A wild grain salad, mm-hmm. but usually the rice is always warm because I'm going to tell you what happens to rice when it's cold. Mm-hmm. Rice gets that chalky, mm-hmm. yes, crunchy, kind of weird texture to it. Yeah. Like rice should not be cold. I no. want a YouTube channel of Elizabeth showing us how she makes her favorite dishes. And it Hi, being something to like, my YouTube channel. welcome to Elizabeth uh, Heats Things. I am Elizabeth. So first, what you're going to want to do is cook the rice the night before and then leave it cooling in the freezer. <laughs> I like her 12 okay, hours. She's like, welcome to Elizabeth Heat's Things. <laughs> Today, we're doing something a little different. Cold rice. <laughs> no. Well, the sad part is Elizabeth would be a and blogger. A vegetable salad. So it would be... Oh yeah, she would be a blogger. Thousand words of her describing. (laughs) Oh yeah, yeah. She'd be one of those recipe blogs where it's like, like, (laughs) like cold rice. So first, let me tell you the story about the first time I ever ate cold rice, (laughs) and you just get a whole life story. And then at the end, it's like how to make cold rice. First, make rice, then let it get cold. (laughs) Literally, it's like French can help. You can try with the fridge, but if you don't have one at home, you can literally just leave it outside for seven days. <laughs> you can literally be like homeless and make this. That's how easy it is. She's like, literally, she's like, um, mm, the la- the la- the first time I ever had cold rice, well, it all began at a beach disco. <laughs> and then she tells this whole fucking long story and she's like, mm, boil your rice for 12 hours, <laughs> then put it in a bowl, put it outside close your door <laughs> live your life for seven days come back chase away the birds take your rice back eat it cold <laughs> don't let it get close to any f- source of heat i got the idea after eating a burger that was too spicy what spices did they use none <laughs> what spices did they use meat <laughs> the ketchup was too spicy Make sure that you turn off your lights because your lights can heat up your rice. <laughs> it's best to eat it in the dark. <laughs> this is the perfect power outage food. Fucking <laughs> 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 okay, Elizabeth. Oh, it's so mm. funny. But yeah, so she <sighs> likes rice, cold rice. <laughs> 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 also, okay, uh, I, I want to mention that I'm pretty sure 
that the way that prom works in this book is different from how prom okay. works in the world. Yeah. I was wondering that if you guys had a different ex- understanding of prom. <laughs> <laughs> at my school, it was a once a year dance that was held yes. every year. Mm-hmm. And at my school, which I know not every school does this way, we had one prom and it was like mm-hmm. the senior, uh, the juniors through the prom. So like the junior, mm-hmm. like SGA, whatever, steering committee would like throw the prom for the seniors. Yes. So the seniors didn't have to yes. like do work their senior year. And yes. then the juniors would be allowed to go to the prom, but yes. it was like the senior. So like you would go. So there weren't two prom. It wasn't like there was a junior prom and a senior prom. There's one prom. Right, right. But again, it was on the calendar. Like you didn't have to invent it. You yeah. didn't have to find a sponsor. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, and it generally is like something that I feel like is conceived of by the administration rather mm-hmm. than like, the students being like, oh, my gosh, what if we did a prom? <laughs> yeah. And it made is... it jungle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know what? We haven't had a prom in a while. I'm like, how many proms do you have? <laughs> and also, like, I feel like it's usually like you have some sort of like teacher representative that's there for the prom committee. Like there's someone overseeing you. It's not just like you having meetings whenever you fucking want. Yeah, well, and, like, I think literally every club has yeah. a teach has a faculty advisor. Yes. Yeah. Like that's yes. just how, otherwise it's not a club. It's, it's just friends. <laughs> and I mean, yeah, exactly. And also like, like if you had a prom with a theme, it's not newsworthy. Do you know, like, it's yeah. not like you're not no. going to get interviewed for it in the paper with a photo Like, spread. 17 Magazine isn't going to show up yeah. and be like, wow, we heard about your prom and its theme. And we think the fact that you're twins is very exciting. Especially but we only they- have two hours. Well, we and- only have 45 minutes. And what? it needs to be at 4.30. I think this, did this come out before or after Buffy the Vampire Slayer the movie? Because huh. they legit let's see, let's have see. a Save That's the Rainforest prom. True, in they that do. Movie. I right, let's look. This, this is book is ninety three, and wasn't it ninety two for? So yeah, I think literally yeah, Kate 92. William watched Buffy the Vampire Slayer the movie, yeah, and then wrote this book, <laughs> but without any. Also, it was like, "Don't tread on me." <laughs> <laughs> also. There's something truly delicious about an entirely white school, except for that one Asian friend, <laughs> throwing Doing a jungle, jungle prom, prom and then ha- being like, guys, we need like more exotic music. So instead of a rock band, <laughs> let's get a reggae band. Oh, oh yeah. No. I've been hearing their stuff. Where? <laughs> where have you been hearing it? At the beach disco. That's true. Maybe. Maybe they've been playing it at the Dairy Burger, which I still, I'll never get over naming a burger place Dairy. I don't care how it's spelled. I always pronounce it (laughs) Dairy. Like really close to diarrhea, but just a little different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. (laughs) Down at the Dairy Burger. (laughs) Uh, It is, I mean, it's truly like, it's also very funny how consumed with being prom queen both of the twins get sort of but the prom queen position becomes elevated to a point that is insane i was gonna oh. say that okay so <laughs> prize okay, i was so like with, i do get it they get us they get a uh sponsorship 
mm-hmm. they're going to uh, earn money to save the rainforest. And then the company that's a charity, a nonprofit, mm-hmm. decides to gift mm-hmm. from a, a trip to Brazil. Yeah. And All more importantly paid. to Elizabeth. Oh, yes. More importantly to Elizabeth, and an entry level position as an employee, as a student <laughs> which is, ambassador, which of the group, which she's very excited about. She's like, "Wow, that could be me." I was reading this and just thinking, like, what are they raising for this charity? Like two thousand dollars max. Yeah, that does not warrant this level of sponsorship. No. No, but don't you realize that they are giving out Save the Rainforest posters, Lindsay? They're also sorry, Are they I giving forgot. them out or are they giving them to be used to decorate? They're giving them to be used to decorate, okay, that's which truly not is gifting. <laughs> bleak. Also bleak. I'm sorry, like their imagination, like when Elizabeth is like, "Wow, I'm imagining what the prom's going to look like it's going to be like vines everywhere it's going to look like a rainforest and we're all going to be wearing like bamboo (laughs) (laughs) and then like the description of what the actual prom is is literally like some cutouts of fucking palm trees and like animals and like some vines hanging and posters olivia did the best she could (laughs) i'm sure she did i'm sure that she worked that budget for all it had where do you guys come down? I mean, the way that it went down in terms of the vote is also scandalous. But what do you? Oh yeah. Where do you guys come down in formal wear or <laughs> jungle prom wear? I think it needed to be a combo, ladies. Yeah, 100%. because doing full jungle is problematic and weird. Yes. Yeah. Doing full formal is like, why do we even have a theme? Yeah. True. Well, and I mean, you could. There's a way that you can like tweak the theme then if you want to do like like if you want to be able to wear your fancy clothes, you could do like a night in the jungle or something like that. Mm -hmm. But if you are going jungle prom. Yes. And the fact that some people think that they need to dress up like Tarzan, (laughs) you need to thread. the You need to like go between. Yes. A little bit. Thread the needle. Yes. Indeed. And also maybe mm-hmm. let people decide what they want to wear. Yeah. Also, maybe don't ban specifically Big Mesa students from the prom. Which, okay, that was the other thing about, so how the hell did those guys get tickets? I don't know. It's an open prom. Because no, they voted like, not someone, to ban them. Right, but someone had to sell them tickets. Mm-hmm. Someone did. They heard tell of the jungle prom and showed up during their lunch period and just on bought, Big Mesa and just like drove over and bought prom tickets. I was like, why aren't we seeing the compromise here of like make it a closed prom, but a date from any school can attend? You mean like literally every high school every, in modern yes. times? Because like, that every was how normal high school like, situation. Yeah, or like when I was talking about junior and senior would go to the prom. If you were dating a junior or senior, they would just have to buy your ticket. Uh-huh. Yeah. And they could get a plus one and then you'd be there. Plus, mm-hmm. like, it's very simple. Yeah. yeah. And if you wanted to bring someone from outside of school, I you could just like they just I think they had to undergo like a background check or something like they not a background <laughs> check, but like they could you be had to do TSA pre-check. You really? had to, drive like they, to yeah. LAX specifically for global entry. Yes. Oh, my God. It takes forever <laughs> to get that. But it's worth <laughs> it. Um, I 
I my theory is that this is leftover from earlier in the century mm-hmm. when there mm-hmm. wasn't a ton to do in a small town. And so kids in in the general area would want to show up to a dance being held. I think it was like, yeah, it was back when they just had dances, you know, that yeah, you have a sock hop and yeah, like just like regular dances just for something to do. Yeah. Well, yeah. Or something to target. Yeah. Yeah. You know, That's when you have theory. like an outsider's style rumble. Yeah. Yes. And Sweet yes. Valley is definitely the Soches. Yes. Which, yes. by the way, I definitely thought was socks <laughs> the whole time I was a kid. I think maybe I thought that too. Well, because it's spelled I'm thinking back. S-O-C-S. Yeah. And I'd heard mm-hmm. of sock hop. So I was just like, oh, that's what that is. And then later I was like, yeah. oh, so sh- like social. Mm-hmm. Cool. Oh, no, I can't remember ever seeing it written. Wait, yeah. hold on. Are you, Lindsay, I think I don't are you ever revealing heard... that you have never read the book, The Outsiders? No, I haven't. <gasps> I mean, I know you have a lot of I'm homework sorry. and stuff, but like, <laughs> it's a good YA book. I yeah, I have heard nothing but good okay. things. Well, about no this pressure. Seventy-year-old book. <laughs> but if you yeah. <laughs> if you ever decide to read a book written by a sixteen-year-old girl about uh, greasers and socias fighting each other, hell yeah. We could text about it. It's very Yay. <laughs> special, um, a very special app. Okay. And maybe this might also be a holdover from the past. And so my modern sensibilities just had a really hard time understanding a prom yearbook. Oh my God. I'm sorry. That was the that dorkiest was shit I ever. When, I'm sorry. When she's like, hmm, we could do like a mini yearbook and people could get it signed. Can you imagine just trying to enjoy yourself at fucking prom? And Elizabeth <laughs> comes up to you and she's like, will you sign my prom yearbook? I would. I'm sorry. Truly. Uh, Kelly, it's called a prom mini yearbook, all one word. <laughs> oh, prom mini yearbook. Also, where else are you going to press your corsage? <laughs> it's Ugh. the perfect. I loved, I loved, loved, loved the moment between Elizabeth and Jessica when Elizabeth tells her about the prom Oh, I loved book. that. And Jessica's like, that was my idea. And Elizabeth is like, what are you talking about? <laughs> and Jessica's like, I'm fucking with you. I am just kidding. That obviously wasn't my idea. And then in her head, she's like, as if I would even take credit for this fucking lame ass pathetic excuse for a fun <laughs> idea. Like she just is going off in her mind. Yeah. Truly, I mean, Jessica but she's is right, being, though. She is right. I know it is a that very stupid idea. You said the word diabolical, and now it, it has stuck with me. But Jessica's behavior in this to win prom queen is truly diabolical. Truly masterful. Masterful. Truly, like, and also just like her inside thoughts are pretty insane. Like, so okay, it all like kind of starts to come to a head when so she she's like, I'm gonna win. I'm gonna win. I'm gonna win. And then at like right before prom, she's like, or maybe it's at prom, she's noticing like that everyone's like really loving Todd and she's like, fuck, everyone's going to vote for Todd for king. And because Elizabeth dates Todd, she's going to be queen. Yeah, it takes her Shit. way too yeah. long to figure that out. Yeah, and for then how she's much like, thought Ugh. she put into it. 
She's like, oh, why didn't I think of that? No wonder Elizabeth looks so darn smug. Meanwhile, she was stuck with a nobody boyfriend who didn't help her campaign in the league. <laughs> I love Sam so much. dirt biker of all things from stupid old Bridgewater. <laughs> What's funny is that sounds like Kelly is like riffing. I was going to say that. what is said in the book. No, it's literally what's said in the book. Yeah, I for I I was like, ha ha ha, Kelly's so funny. And then like toward the end, I was like, oh yep. shit, she's reading the passage. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she literally is like, he's <laughs> from the middle of bumfuck nowhere, piece of shit on the bottom of my shoe, turd in the toilet bowl. Okay, that's prison Kelly. school. Yeah, <laughs> prison school. <laughs> okay, and also not to be Elizabeth about it, but Jessica yeah. would have known that this was the dynamic that was going to happen if she attended any of the meetings. I know, knew I know. That prom Truly. queen would be handled out first. Then they'd vote for prom queen. But she didn't go to the committee meetings. She didn't. Also, like, I got so mad at her because, like, okay, so the twins are supposed to be interviewed in 1790. Oh, or it's like so sweet 16. It, when, unacceptable. When, so they're supposed to be interviewed at 4.30. And um, they're going to get, like, photo mm-hmm. shoots. A photo shoot and the photographer's like I want to get that lighting that's right at that yeah, time magic hour mm-hmm. and Elizabeth Especially shows up on time they have to head to the beach after meeting up they're exactly. not taking the photos there so Elizabeth shows up on time she's like trying to fucking vamp I for know. 45 minutes mm-hmm. well Jessica's just not there Jessica then like saunters out 515 <laughs> flips her hair and literally like liter- I'm not joking guys she Flips her hair and she's like, no one noticed. And then she looks around and she's like, no one's here. I can't believe that Elizabeth would do this to me. She probably stole the photo you know, shoot. First, from she's me. like, oh my God, I'm glad I'm not the only late person. Yeah. Oh, yeah she's like, I'm I'm early. <laughs> they like, got everyone else showed up 45 <laughs> minutes late too. That was her first thought. <laughs> oh, and then she goes up to um the some sort of receptionist person mm-hmm. and she's like where did they go and the receptionist is like I don't know I think they went to the beach or the park <laughs> and she's like and her thoughts are so mean and funny because she's like why is she so fucking slow and stupid I've never met somebody this dumb <laughs> it's hilarious and then she goes home and sits in the dark she that sits is in the fucking so dark fucking funny <laughs> She's like Ron Weasleying them. She's just like sitting in the fucking dark waiting. <laughs> Slowly losing her mind wearing that necklace. <laughs> <laughs> Don't wear that horcrux. Yeah, she's like coming home and she's like, ah. <laughs> and then Jessica's like, you're late. <laughs> well, 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 dear sister. <laughs> Have a good photo shoot. <laughs> I here's something that really fucking annoys me in any media. Sure, is a li- something like Elizabeth not just fucking saying like, "I looked for your dumb ass. Mm-hmm. I was yeah. looking for you. You also, were like, not to be found." Elizabeth never says that, and that drives me fucking nuts. Also, like Elizabeth had even more of a right to be mad at Jessica because she's like. I had to fucking vamp mm-hmm. for you. Yeah, like, you I, jeopardized. It was on me. Yeah. Yeah. They were going to leave. It was either me go with them or leave. But she doesn't say any of this. She's just like, that's not how it happened. Like, well, then tell her how it happened. Yeah. It 
the lack of communication. But so that is the thing that kind of spurs Jessica to like completely become deranged. Plus her realizing that Todd's probably going to win. Yes. I mean, she gets deranged and what she does has very outsized consequences. Indeed. Uh, I mean, truly. I mean, you should not. Oh, sorry. Twin. No, I'm, I'm sorry. You go ahead. No, but like what she does is really slip a little possibly grain alcohol because we don't know what kind of alcohol it is. Mm-hmm. So like this it, was fucking Everclear, yeah, it must y'all. Be Everclear. This okay. was like because like it goes bad. So like, up. but she <laughs> slips less than a solo cup worth of Everclear into a punch, so little mm-hmm. that you can't taste it in the punch. And her and not sister, just that, but like in two punches, in two punches. You're right. She didn't even try to get yeah. off her. And then her sister proceeds to get off her gourd, mm-hmm. like. like like, I, I mean, I guess it's good for kids to read this so that they think, like, all you have to do is <laughs> yeah. accidentally yeah. drink a little alcohol go. and you and your sister's boyfriend will die. But, like, it's the yeah. Sweet Valley High version of Go Ask Alice. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. But it's, like, because when we were talking about it from the evil twin perspective of this, it was, like, she drugged her sister. Yeah, it fully seemed like she roofied, roofied her. her. And in this, it's, like, no, she poured, like, a little alcohol and that is fucked up, but... Mm. it is fucked up because she does spike her drink yes however it is like it's and i'm gonna pull from 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 some legal education that i have the eggshell skull doctrine Um, i'm I'm sorry that sounds like a thing you made up because (laughs) you know we didn't go to law school and we can't call you on it stop trying to make us look stupid If you like bonk someone on the head and they have brittle bone disease and their head gets like completely fucking shattered Mm -hmm. in and they have it like basically an eggshell skull, Mm -hmm. that doesn't matter. So like you're liable for like everything that comes from that, even if you didn't know the consequences, like the consequences. So like she so she is like, yes. She is liable for everything that fucking happened. However, what happened was truly insane. (laughs) Yeah. Because I, yeah, I'm not here to excuse Jessica's mm-hmm. behavior. I am just here to point out to Kate William that perhaps Jessica mm-hmm. needed to have done more to get the result that we get. Because also mm-hmm. she's so drunk that she doesn't realize something's off. Because you would know, like you would, if you drank a spike drink, you'd be like, wow, I feel weird. Yeah. However, Elizabeth is like, I'm an amazing dancer and I love like getting it on with Sam. And also Sam is equally fucked up, but he is a larger boy and wasn't given as much. No. However, I am fully here for the version of Elizabeth and Sam that we do get from this. I was like, this sounds fucking fun as hell. And I would definitely want to be dancing with them and no one else. Because they did seem like they were having a really good time. Yeah. Because they that were doing is the Charleston. What drunk is like. Yeah. So yes. the portrayal of drunk was accurate, but the portrayal of of drunkenness versus drink is inaccurate. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and the portrayal of just like knowing what's going on. Cause like it she's just she, like Elizabeth's mind is like, oh, I'm just like such a good dancer right now. I don't know why. Not like, oh, I feel weird. Yeah. Yeah. She and would, she's a control she would question freak it. Freak who then decides yeah. she should drive. Yeah. Yeah. Why do yeah. And why do they leave all of a sudden? 
Where are they going to go? Oh, do they leave because... No, they're like already headed out when Big Mesa crashes, right? Yeah. I think they're just like not interested in prom queen <laughs> thing anymore. And I think they're just like over it. They're like, they dance I, she hard does, and they're over I it. I also... I loved her going to apologize to Enid because it also is such a perfect, like, I love my friends so much. I'm so sorry if I hurt you okay, for well, saying gonna... that your big Mesa boyfriend didn't belong okay, I'm gonna here. Re- I'm going to read her drunken stuff. Okay. So she's dancing with Sam. He's dipping her. They're having so much fun. She's like, do that again. That was so much fun. <laughs> so then he's dipping her. He's dipping her. Uh, oh, also this moment. I started shipping them kind of because she's like, oh, Sam, I had no idea that you were such a good dancer. And he's like, you're pretty hot yourself. And then they start tangoing. I was like, whoa, what's going on? Here's like, yeah, they they Elizabeth had said like, fuck it. I'm going to have a drink tonight. And she just had a drink. Yeah. I would be here for all. I mean, not what happened yes, at the very yeah. end. But like yes, I would no. be here for <laughs> I would be here for this because also she's been yeah. wound up so tight. Yeah. Like she needs a break. Okay, so then she goes, you know, everyone thinks Jessica's the only one in the family who can dance, but I'm not so bad, am I? When I'm in the mood anyway, and for some reason I'm really in the mood tonight. <laughs> And then she's like talking about doing the Charleston and then she's like the floor oh, is and they're opening. talking about um it's a wonderful life. Yes. That's the movie that or happens. Or when they're so. dancing. Mhm. Because well I think that might be the only recorded instance or real instance of a swimming pool being underneath a gymnasium because that makes no sense. <laughs> yeah. What are you doing? Actually the the swimming pool under the gymnasium Be- Beverly Hills High okay. has that. Well that might even I be believe. where they shot uh, it's a one that it's a wonderful life scene. It's I have no idea. Well. Probably might be it. it and it but makes then, perfect sense because that's the only movie Elizabeth has ever seen. <laughs> yes. Oh, so then she's like dancing with Sam. They fall over. They're like falling on this other group of people, and she's like, "The floor was opening. We almost fell on the swimming pool." And then everyone's like, "Okay." <laughs> and then Enid, fucking wet blanket, was like, "Liz, are you all right?" <laughs> she's like. <laughs> I am. I'm just clumsy, aren't I, Sam? And he's like, you're clumsy. You're a good dancer, but you're awfully clumsy. And Enid's like, do you need any, you know, help? (laughs) No, but I'm glad I ran into you. I want to apologize. (laughs) I'm sorry, Enid. I don't mean to say bad things about you. Really, Hugh, I don't have anything against you because you're from Big Mesa Prison School. (laughs) I mean, oh. And he's like, thanks. She's like, so we're friends again? (laughs) It's so, it's so accurate. All of their behavior is so accurate. And I was, I was like, I love drunk Elizabeth. I do too. Yeah. I I mean, I love safely drunk not driving, not an alcoholic, drunk friend, Elizabeth. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I wish that Elizabeth thought she was having a drink of alcohol and her sister gave her a hypnol. (laughs) (laughs) I never usually start a sentence with I wish and end it with rohypnol. But in this case, like for real, like I, I wish Elizabeth had made a like choice about her life. 
Yeah. Um, yeah. But that's not how it went. Yeah. Yeah. It would have been, it, I, I totally agree. It would have been a nice touch to have it be like Elizabeth was so stressed out. She was so upset from fighting with Jessica. She heard that the punch was spiked and she was like, screw it. I'm mm-hmm. having a drink. Every and it would really fit with her whole like I want to be a whole person mm-hmm. motivation throughout the book. Like I don't want to just like stick in my Elizabeth role. I want to be a Jessica sometimes. And it would have helped with the the books that are coming up of like I mean because yeah because she does get arrested for DUI yeah so like if she had if she had consciously drunk mm-hmm. that would have added more angst to that instead of she's just like an innocent angel girl yeah. But then she wouldn't have been an innocent angel girl, That's which true. she needs to be. Um, and also, That's by the way, true. did you know that she is dating a superhero? Because Todd, I don't know if you heard about the pep rally. He <laughs> shoots from midcourt at a pep rally and swishes. Do you guys understand that? Okay. I like, I can't wrap my brain around I, that. I don't know enough about basketball. Like I was Michael like, Jordan, mm-hmm. I don't. No, yeah. Maybe at this his is, prime he would do that, but like, this you is don't like take a mid court shot <laughs> for no, no, no. I'm to sorry. show this off because like, you, you're gonna miss it almost every time. No, this is truly like la- like seconds before the buzzer, game seven. Mm-hmm. Michael Jordan at his prime. We're talking '90s Bulls. Yes. <laughs> He's just got a pass from fucking probably Pippen. Most but likely. I would say maybe even that, like, uh, Steve Kerr. Oh, I thought you were going to say Kukoc, who forgave him. Oh, Kukoc did forgive him. Listen, are we all fresh off of Last Dance? So fucking much. I love are it. We? I miss it. I'm sad it's gone. I'm so sad it's gone. Yeah. I really, but like, when we were watching it, Mike just kept saying, I can't believe my parents never got it together enough to to take me to a damn Aww. Bulls game. <laughs> Dude, did he you know lived that in, uh, Schomburg, so yeah. he's like forty minutes outside Chicago. Yeah. Never got to see Michael Jordan. Micah, Micah was saying the same thing because he's from uh, Arlington Heights, mm-hmm. and yeah. he was like, "God," and he's like, "And you know what? I think my dad went to some fucking games and just didn't bring me." <laughs> like, <"Holy> <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Christ, <laughs> that's fucked up, man. But, that's child abuse. But Game Six, I think, I think Game Six was on. Uh, he's last close. night on. I want to, s- huh? ESPN. ESPN. Oh, I was just gonna say it. It. It's like that's that's that moment. Yeah. Yeah. But it's that moment. But during a pep rally. Yeah. Do and, not take a risk. Not like Michael Jordan. As, and not Michael Jordan. As a person who had to like do pep rallies, you want to only run drills and things that are gonna look impressive and that you're yeah. not gonna <laughs> fuck up in front of everyone. You do yeah. not take yeah. a mid court shot. Like maybe a three. Like look, sure. If you have you huge do, balls, you if might you're take a three. the Michael Jordan of Sweet Valley, I yeah, Todd's got skills. I gotta take it. I guess Todd is my hero. No, like, Ryan, Todd is not happened. Michael Jordan. It happens. Todd is not Michael Ryan. Jordan. It's in the text. It's it's textual. It's in the text. It's I think he canon. was like, I think he was Steve Kerr. He's more Steve Kerr, who actually is an awesome guy. <laughs> yeah, I don't. His think, politics are really good, and he's, yeah, I don't he's know that he's actually Steve Kerr. No, I loved this the like moment that Steve Kerr got in that documentary. He was also so funny. Oh my god, he yes. was funny. No, he was really funny. Remember when he's like, uh, at the press conference thing? Yeah, or yeah whatever. And he was like, and Michael just said, you know, man, I don't, don't, get, I, I'm not up for it. I can't handle it in a big yeah, game. I don't like feel this. comfortable. So, uh, let me. Those. I'll, just, I'll <laughs> give it. To, so he's like, I'll give it to. He's Steve. like, I had to bail Michael Jordan out again. I was like, oh my god, Steve. <laughs> it was really cute. 
<laughs> uh. The thing I we wish that the documentary did, because um, that's what mm-hmm. we're here to talk about, right? Last Dance. Yeah. Um, yeah. I wish that even just as an epilogue, and I know that Jordan's epilogue would be the least impressive because... It what his like one year yeah, stint back, back in for, the early two yeah, thousands with the exactly. Wizards. Like, that would not be great. But like the fact that we don't even mention how many rings Steve Kerr has gotten as a coach, or like what happened yeah. with Phil Jackson after, or even like Dennis Rodman, like which is not necessarily good, but it's just wild that we didn't yeah. even do like epilogues. Like it should have been like the end of Animal no. House. <laughs> yeah, we get like a little bit for each person. Yeah, yeah. it should be like the end of a biopic. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, because I Mike kept having to fill me in on on the rest of the history or, or like mm-hmm. pointed out he, he was like, Oh, it's really weird that we haven't heard from this guy and he said his name. Yeah. And and I was like, Oh, who's that guy? And he says the other white guy who keeps making shots. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. yeah. I mean, Michael Jordan definitely cast that documentary. <laughs> For sure. Oh, yeah. yeah. I do I liked that the documentary shit on them while also giving them their moments to be like, well, here's my side of this interaction. Um, And then Steve Kerr gets his like funny moment at the rally after the uh, 97 win. Mm -hmm. Um, And Michael's laughing and it's because like Steve Kerr was so fucking respectful. (laughs) And he was like, I'm a role player. Uh, yeah, Michael turns yeah. to me no, I'm just a said, are player. you going to be ready? And I was like, so dumb. I said it right in front of the cameras. I was like, I'm going to be ready. I'm going to be ready. And then he, I was ready. And then blow it. And it's just like, so he's so respectful to Jordan that it's like, yes, you get this mini arc in Jordan, my documentary where we also face. talk about your insane yeah. dad situation where yeah. your dad got fucking assassinated Mm-hmm. Also, okay, I'm sorry, but like the fact that those crazy ass like Salt Lake City pizza guys poisoned Michael J- Jordan. Okay, that did you hear Mike- the other? Go ahead. Okay, so there's additional details of the pizza night. What? Okay, so apparently that night, everyone else had he was taking too long to figure out what he wanted to eat, so everyone else had mm-hmm. ordered and eaten. So then mm-hmm. he needed a special pizza at ten in the whatever mid late at night. So Mm -hmm. that's why he ate the pizza by himself, because when it arrived, he spit on it and said, you guys cannot have this pizza because you guys already (gasps) ate and I haven't eaten. (laughs) Okay, I'm sorry, because like he was painting it like he's just this really cool guy that can eat a whole pizza. Yes, I know. But and I don't know why they cut it like we we politely declined a slice of pizza, (laughs) even though Michael definitely offered. Um, (laughs) He spit all over it. But Mike was telling me that there were that was the first he had heard of this pizza story because the only speculation yeah. going on was that he had been drinking the night before yes. and was like horribly hungover. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I had never heard it. Uh, Mike had never heard it. It was crazy. I never knew about any of this. So Apparently, I mean, I knew who Michael Jordan was. I knew he retired and played baseball. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? Well, you've seen Space Jam, no? Yes, but I don't remember because that, that's the, that's a. If you don't want to watch the whole last dance, you can just watch the first 20 minutes of Space Jam and you get pretty much. We did recently. (laughs) You know what's not good? Space Jam. It's not. (laughs) I thought you were bringing us back. (laughs) Nope. (laughs) And I was like, good job, Kelly. No. No, I don't don't know, Kelly. I don't know if I can agree because I have so many 
good ma- I is it bad? It's bad. It's bad. I, I I hate to say. It. I hate to but you, you keep your it's nostalgia, fun. enjoy your childhood, but yeah. know that it's and honestly, not a good like it's movie. fun to watch it. I, it, it, I because I remember watching it as a kid. I'm like, okay, like I remember enjoying this, but it, I will tell you, uh, it, it, it is bad. I was a little bit too old and had like no affection for it. Yeah, I was a basketball player. Yeah, and Sorry. that so makes a lot everything of sense. that pl- everything basketball was in. I was like. I mean, very yeah, and you were getting Michael Jordan and Looney Tunes on a basketball court. Of course, you one hundred percent. And it was about like there's like the scene at the beginning, and of course it's R. Kelly playing, so that's not great. Mm. But of like <laughs> him like at dusk like playing, and is you know late at night when everybody else has gone in, and Michael's still out playing, and that mm-hmm. was like when you grow up playing basketball, that's like how you're supposed to be. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, and you hear lots of stories about Larry Bird. That Larry Bird's cameo is also in Last Dance for my second oh, were one of my favorite things. My God. That yeah. moment in in the last episode mm-hmm. where Jordan has just handed um the Pacers their ass. Yep. And then <laughs> he sees Larry Bird <laughs> afterwards. And he's just like, You bitch, fuck you. <laughs> yeah. To yeah. Larry Bird. But like, who he just yeah. defeated. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. So you, petty. <laughs> Did you guys remember the most like Chicago guy? I don't even know who he was, but so like they hold they tell the whole story about Gus and mm-hmm. it was very sweet. And Gus is the security yeah. guy, and he like leaves to go get his cancer treatment, and he comes back, and there's this Chicago randomness yes. <laughs> in the hall who's like, "Ah, you on vacation? You coming back? <laughs> ah, God, can't work too hard, and or can't work too hard, right? Because Chicagoans yeah. do the harder." Yeah. And uh, and Gus is just like, "Uh huh," and he's like, "Okay." Ah! <laughs> And I'm like, this man is so loud. Chicago has to talk to everybody. Like, holy crap. I love Jerry Curl, uh, white boy. Oh, my God. With the glasses. Yes. Oh, my yes. God. The guy that plays quarters with, yes. with Michael. And when he wins, Apparently, he, does he died Michael. Like months oh, before. Oh, he died? Months before this. I'm sorry. R.I.P. R.I.P. You know who else was, died? Yeah. Regina Mora. Thank you. And Bruce doesn't realize that the reason he is a monster person is because he is Mm -hmm. very sad that Regina is dead. I the moment where okay, so he's such he's the worst fucking asshole on earth to Andrea, Mm -hmm. and then he has this moment in the middle of the book where he takes out a photo of Regina and just sobs. Yep, and he still (laughs) doesn't get it. He's like, that was a weird aberration. He's like, what are the, <laughs> my eyes are leaking? <laughs> fucking crazy. What's Big Mesa up oh, to? He's like, and oh, I love that Roger is like, hey, you know how you're a whole, you're a big asshole. Do you ever like <laughs> wonder why you do shit like that? Okay, gotta go play tennis. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> um. Okay. <laughs> I I'm sorry. I just found the part where he like meets that girl at the mm-hmm. end. <laughs> so stupid. Okay, okay, okay. Mm. Uh, he's like, basically he's being like <laughs> fucking stomped on by some guys. <laughs> and then, no, stop, someone cried. Bruce glimpsed slender pale arms reaching out to grab the big Mesa guy from behind. Craig, don't, the girl pleaded. He's down already. He's hurt. Please just leave him alone. Bruce dropped his arms. He didn't care that he was leaving himself wide open to attack. 
he had to see the owner of that sweet, otherworldly voice. <clears throat> the girl gazed down on him, her midnight blue eyes glowing with pity and concern. With her pale face and swirling dark hair, she was like a vision, an angel. Regina? Bruce thought, his brain foggy and confused. No, it wasn't Regina. It was someone else, someone even more beautiful and rare than that corpse that was already turning on the ground. <laughs> Verbatim. That is a direct Verbatim. reading. Yeah, I, that was it's it's like it, all of a sudden it's like blah, blah, blah. And then it cuts to that scene in Little Mermaid after Ariel has just saved Eric. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know when. I don't know how. <laughs> I was when it got finally got to that moment that fulfilled the back of the book's promise. Mm-hmm. I was like, really? Now? Yeah. And then he yeah. doesn't even talk to her. Why are you bothering? Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a lot because well, he gets kicked in the head yeah, or something, right? He gets <laughs> knocked out. Sustained okay, brain damage. And also, and this is the beginning of chapter 18, which I think is like the last chapter of the book. Um, we have Bruce sprinting onto the football field. He kicks off his shoes and his socks <laughs> in what? order to fight. What? <laughs> He's like, I have to get into my capoeira stance. <laughs> he takes off his jacket and his tie. Okay, get it. I'm captain okay, of the sure. capoeira team at Sweet Valley. <laughs> I'm really good at Krav Maga. <laughs> That's what Club X is all about. Oh my god, Club X! Like, wait, real quick before we start fighting, I have to create vulnerabilities. (laughs) Yeah, I need need my toes to be bare. (laughs) I'm like very curious, very curious indeed. Mm -hmm. Club X, I do love. Like, it was very interesting that they described the club. I was gonna say, can I read the? Mm description yes. but if, if you've yes. got it up no I do not okay so this is when we get introduced to Club X and I had mm. never heard of it before Ryan I'm sure you had mm-hmm. so Jessica is about to on a dare from Bruce swim out to a buoy in the dark and then back in the ocean by the way that's where buoys live mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. a sudden instinctive fear clutched her heart with ice cold fingers don't do it she said it's late and it's dark it's not safe Jessica laughed Duh, of course it's not safe. Otherwise, it wouldn't be a dare, right? Stepping forward, Elizabeth put a restraining hand on her sister's arm. I thought you were through with Bruce's silly dare club, she said sternly. Remember what happened with the freight train? (laughs) (laughs) Like, what a sentence. Remember what happened with the freight train. Also, I might be very stupid. Mm -hmm. But like, so they were like, oh, this club or like Jessica was like trying to be a feminist and be like, girls can do anything boys can. So I'm going to do all the dares you guys do. <laughs> um, And then later, like we like forget about that. We stop talking about it. And then later we're with Bruce and Bruce is like, man, the good old days of Club X. I was like, what the fuck is Club X? Like, I didn't connect. <laughs> it, so I was forgot. like, I was scared about what Club X could be because it just like had a very like skull and crossbones kind of vibe yeah. to it. Yeah, don't they all put on their Club X jackets? And he's like, ugh, that was so great before Jessica came in and ruined it. Yes. Right. Wait, does Bruce and Jessica ever get together? Or is it just always Bruce and Elizabeth? Uh, Bruce and Jessica did get together. But 
it was like Jessica thought he seemed so sexy and cool, but then she like saw through him. I think he was uh, also mean to her, but he's mean to everyone. Yeah, he's yeah, mean to Bruce everyone. is terrible. Um, but yeah, so I I don't think they ever lasted longer than a few dates in a book. Okay. Um, also, like, um, the like smear newspaper campaign. Oh God, that was so funny. Of the schools, like I like these truly, schools are out of their minds. Like the the amount of like visceral hatred in these articles is like as it's the hatred that you would have for the man that your wife is cheating on you with. Like yeah. it's specific <laughs> and it's personal, and yet it's two schools. I, it's I, also how do again every club has a faculty advisor. You don't yep. print a like and a school newspaper doesn't have first amendment rights. So like I don't know how yeah. a school newspaper has that. Now, in modern times, if you wanted to say like there was a website saying sure. all this shit, sure. I don't yeah. And also even if they did have first amendment rights, they could still be sued for libel because none of that shit was true. They're like that's accusing true. them of cheating at the game and that's mm-hmm. how they won and I th- like just all sorts of accusations. And well, so, also they're like calling the girls like cows. Yeah, and, oh no, God, it's like, so like, fucking funny. <laughs> it was really. I'm trying to find it right now because it is very hilarious. Um, and then Elizabeth's like, you know what? I'll just fight fire with fire. <laughs> it's like what Elizabeth? <laughs> Her? You used to have morals. We don't get to see what it is that she says, but Todd's reaction is as though she had turned into like Alex Jones. Yes. And she's like, <laughs> Sandy Hook was a fucking hoax and Big Rachel is Biggie in on it. it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, also like, okay, the other thing, like it is very funny that they're like trying to have Big Mesa be a threat without actually really being a right. threat because like, they're like, oh my God, they vandalized our cars. But it's like shaving cream. Yeah. And they're like, they're like, ah, did they slash our tires? Did they break our windows? And it's like, no. no. You almost expect to find out that Bruce is behind all of this so yes. that they can win the big game. Like yes. that, that like or someone, he just wants to pick a fight. Yeah. Like that somebody is like doing this as a trick because the stakes are so up until the rumble. Mm-hmm. Like the stakes are pretty low. Yeah. It's shaving cream. Now, shaving cream on a car can be detrimental to the paint job. Yes, I was yes, thinking yes. that. Yes. Yes. Yes, it can. So you have to get it off yes. quickly. But um, even so, yeah, they're not yeah. until like, they're until they bring the baseball bats to prom. Yeah. Okay, they I show found up it. at the it. beach and they're like, Blah, hot dogs on the sand. Which and then yeah. they yeah. Yeah. That seems within kind of like five a fun minutes. Prank. <laughs> okay, okay, ready? Big Mesa varsity and junior varsity squads are honing their athletic skills in preparation for a series of games and matches against the Sweet Valley High Gladiators. Easy victories are expected across the board as we confront some of the weakest SVH teams in recent memory. Especially pathetic this year is the boys varsity basketball team. Despite his height, SVH team captain Todd Wilkins came up short in our last matchup. His teammates call him Wizard. We suggest Whimper might be a more appropriate sobriquet. Okay, sobriquet. Also... Wizard yeah. is already insulting. Yeah. Why are you acting yeah. Wizard is cool? It's not a cool nickname in the slightest. Oh, my God. Okay. 
and the script, and then they, they like reserve their meanness for the girls. Jessica Wakefield and Robin Wilson are co-captains of the collection of klutzes and cows who deserve credit <laughs> for contributing to the lackluster performance of the hapless H- SVH hoopsters. Who is writing this? Hoopsters? They're klutzy cows. <laughs> cows. Okay. Hold on. So then they're like the the dorky ass like Sweet Valley High newspaper is like it's a bunch of lies we can't let them get away with this we've got to hit them right back and hard <laughs> Penny's like I'll write a retaliatory uh, editorial Abby's like I can do a cartoon <laughs> <laughs> Ugh, so dorky uh, I wanted to read this excerpt of them showing up at the Dairy Burger after Big Mesa crashed the beach party. Nah, Sam hugged her. They wouldn't make trouble in a public place. Besides, I think they already accomplished their goal, which was to ruin our party, Amy said glumly. Well, hey, the night isn't over yet, Barry held open the door to the restaurant. In my experience, there's absolutely no disaster that a double thick chocolate milkshake can't make up for. Within minutes, the Dairy Burger was packed with Sweet Valley High students eating burgers and fries and talking fast and loud about the Big Mesa Beach Party raid. The twins, Todd, Sam, Amy, and Barry squeezed into a booth next to the jukebox and ordered a couple of burgers and a round of shakes. Jessica gulped down half of her milkshake in one long, angry slurp. I'm just I'm so Does <laughs> She just fucking boa constrictored that. <laughs> milkshake what is happening I'm inside her so body <laughs> <laughs> she wasn't like pounding a beer or like taking a what? shot she was drinking she was, it like, out of a pounding straw cold dairy <laughs> suck down half a milkshake through a straw like if you like maybe you, like opened your gullet and like poured it over your mouth no she but, did she okay, wasn't drinking she it with a straw so this she is what actually been. happened so she so she gulps it down and she's like because <laughs> you know how I out of breath you'd be after thick. drinking it you'd be like it's so thick <laughs> you have to be like <laughs> all of them staring at her like what <laughs> they're like wow jessica's really intense today very angry um uh. i also wanted to mention so at the pep rally because i did find the part where todd does from mid-court uh-huh. <laughs> nothing but nuts it yeah um <laughs> and then after that they the cheerleaders do an insane cheer yes which is they go because we've got todd the cheerleaders answered shelly bruce <laughs> roger and then they name every basketball <laughs> tennis and track athlete insane and at every name they do a flip <laughs> and <laughs> just picturing how tired you've got to be everyone is on naming, coke like 65 people and doing like 65 <laughs> flips like maybe you would do the starting five of the basketball team sure maybe and sure if it was football you might do the starting lineup maybe sure uh, every and wasn't it single only going to person. be a basketball game? Yes. Just no, so uh, Roger, Roger also had a track meet. We, okay. Well, okay. it's and, only Because Bruce didn't go. Everybody oh, went. Right. That's Bruce. right. That's right. That's right. Bruce was not going. Because <laughs> he's a horrible cousin. Mm-hmm. He's, he's a also uh, a horrible person. Do you remember yes. what he said to Lila 
at the dance? Oh my god! No. Yes. <gasps> Wait, what does he say to her? Okay, so they both throw up, show up like stacked. Yes, I took a photo of this. And yes. yes, and so she she says to him, like, "What's your excuse, Bruce? Andrea finally got fed up with your macho behavior, or did your inflatable doll pop when you pinned on her corsage?" That's a pretty good line. Yeah. yeah okay. Good. Bruce, as Charlie snickered. Bruce sl- silenced him with a glare and then turned back to Lila. Just watch out, Bruce advised her. There are a lot of single guys roaming around here tonight, and they're not all as chivalrous as me. I bet some—I <gasps> I bet some of these big Mesa guys would make our friend John Pfeiffer look tame. I'm sorry. Is that a fucking threat, Bruce? And I then don't... he follows it up with, mm-hmm. do, "Do you have that?" Because his, he, his reaction monologue? in his own yes. brain uh, is unforgivable. <laughs> his internal is gotcha. Bruce's thought with satisfaction as he saw the flicker of apprehension in Lila's eyes. What a pleasure to put a cork in her big mouth for once. I'm it's sorry. So insane. It's insane. That being said, have they ever hooked up? (laughs) (laughs) I think if you, I bet secretly. Secretly, right? Yes. This moment is unforgivable. And then we're supposed to get excited that he falls in love in like five pages. I can't care about him ever again. No, never. He's like, better watch out. Someone might try to rape you again and they might be successful. And then Mm -hmm. he's like, good one, Bruce. Yep. Yeah, he's like, "Mm, put a cork in that. Oh, it's so wrong. It's insane. Vile. It's vile. Um, Guys, I, I know. I know there's. A lot we could talk about in this episode. So I don't want us. I'm not yeah. trying to bring us down. Mm-hmm. Sure. But the f- end of this episode is the end of this book is wild. Yes. And then the beginning of because then I was like, oh, I got to read the beginning of the next book because like maybe it picks up. The next book picks up like a week later. Oh, uh, really? Mm-hmm. And starts with an Elizabeth POV. That's how the what? next book starts. They what? have ended this book basically lying to us and saying she's dead mm-hmm. yes and then yeah because literally it says they were dead they were both dead jessica fell to her knees elizabeth she sobbed into the unforgiving night sam no it's yeah. really like i i the moment when jessica realizes how drunk elizabeth has gotten somehow <laughs> she really does step it up she's like fuck what have i done I have to, I have to go help her out. But Elizabeth is for some reason booked it with Sam to the Jeep and is driving away and she is like, Todd, Todd. We except okay, the except except because Todd is what? like, she's drunk? Why on earth would she do such a thing? Todd demanded, shocked and unbelieving. Where did she get the booze? Why? He repeated, I I don't know, Jessica said. <laughs> I don't know where they got it from, but that's why we have to catch up to them. We have to get them off the road. We have to stop them. I'm not saying she turns it around. I'm just saying like <laughs> it turns into like serious stakes of Jessica like yeah. trying to save the day desperately. Yep. And so that moment. Yeah, right, like DEFCON 1. Yes. I mean, <laughs> I ha- in my mind, like Big Mesa is just kicking the shit out of everybody there yep. taking baseball bats to the whole school a fire has been started somewhere bruce is getting his face kicked in in the parking lot yep. elizabeth and sam are just like veering out of control in a jeep 
Jessica and Todd are speeding after them in Todd's BMW and they show up at an accident scene yes. and the cop is like, couldn't have made it. And Jessica is like, screams into mm-hmm. the air. It's really huge. It's yeah. huge, huge, huge. Wait, so so it, it's it's the next book starts with Elizabeth's POV. What is she? Well, thinking? it starts with her. She's having a. She starts. It starts as a dream of her by the lake, and she sees a girl who looks like her sister, but it mm. isn't her sister because they're trying to preview that in five books oh. there's going to be an evil twin. Margo. <gasps> yes, exactly. And then she wakes up from her dream, and she's like, "Um," oh, and she cries a little, and then she's so sad because she used to. She was so excited about the dance a week ago, and then it turned to tragedy. When Sam died. It's true. It's it. But it's still crazy. Like they yeah. and I maybe Kate William just doesn't like to write certain scenes, but she skipped like a real chunk of what one would think is fairly compelling content. Yeah. Yes. Like her confronting her sister, her sister pro- like definitely keeping it from her, but also being worried about her mm-hmm. and like her Jessica learning find- that Sam yeah, Jessica finding out Sam is dead. Yeah. yeah, this book does avoid the big like confession reveal moments. Mm-hmm. It seems. Mm-hmm. Oh, this yeah. book also ends with like Lila and her counselor Nathan, who she now <gasps> has a crush on. Yeah, booking it inside the school, trying to escape because Lila is hyperventilating because she yep. feels unsafe. Yeah. She and Nathan go into a room. Then Lila starts hyperventilating because she's alone with Nathan and mm-hmm. gets very scared. Like, feels like he's coming after her. She lets out a piercing scream. Cops come in and arrest Nathan. Yep. And then they're like, do you want to press charges? And she's like, "Mm, yes. But she's also very confused. It's like an insane end to a book. Yes. I mean, truly, everything really does come to a head in the past, in the last, like, eight pages. Oh, and I did this passage. This passage with the food shit also comes just before Jessica being a complete monster to Lila about not having a mom. <laughs> yeah. So oh my they God, go yes. through the food stuff. Um, it's like, peach cobbler, yum. Jessica licked her lips. I can't wait. Mrs. Wakefield turned to Lila, a welcoming smile on her face. Will you stay for dinner, Lila? There will be plenty of food and we'd love to have you. Lila clenched her jaw. She could stay. She could pretend that she was part of this absurdly perfect, adorable family. Uh, thanks, Mrs. Wakefield, she said, straining to keep her voice level and polite, but I have other plans. Well, stop in and grab a piece of fruit or some cookies on your way out, Mrs. Wakefield picked up her briefcase and headed across the patio. Don't get too much sun, girls, she called over her shoulder. Alice Wakefield disappeared into the house. Jessica sank back in her chaise lounge with a contented sigh. Stir-fried Chinese chicken, she said, oblivious to the shadow that had darkened her friend's face. Moms are great, aren't they, Lai? <laughs> like, oh. she knows that her mom abandoned her as an infant. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, Jesus and then it's even Christ. worse. Because then Lila's like, I wouldn't know. And she's just like, mm-hmm. yep, it's nuts. It's Poor nuts. Lila. Poor Lila. Poor Lila. Um, But that's, uh, I mean, I feel like that. The, that's 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 what happens in this book. <laughs> yeah, that is what okay, happens that's in it. this book. There was one thing that I wanted to talk to you about because I didn't. I know you're yes. wrapping up, but I no, don't know. No, no, no. But we get to get the things that must be. Still you guys about keep this talking. Topic. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And I didn't remember how important it was to me when I was a teenager until I was reading this book and it triggered. Do you guys have opinions? <laughs> I'm going to try to keep this 
uh, neutral until I reveal my opinions. Okay, Do okay. you guys have opinions, or did you, when you were um, in teen dance-going age, about corsages? I... I think, yeah, I like I wanted my I remember because I, I went to prom with this mm-hmm. guy and I remember he asked me like what kind I would want. And then I said uh, that I wanted it to be uh, Star Lily. Did you have a preference of wrist or pin on? Oh, um, <laughs> I think. Yeah, I think I, I I think I asked for wrist. Personally, I would prefer wrist, but I am also not Jessica Wakefield. I am not Jessica Wakefield either. And yeah, I remember I didn't remember like until I re- it like triggered me this book because I <laughs> forgot how seriously I took it that I yeah. found pin on corsages to be the most tacky dated <laughs> horrible thing like any date and I didn't usually have like it's not like I I didn't yeah. have like a steady boyfriend but anyone who, t- yeah. who would be willing to take me on a date who was honestly kind of doing me a favor so I could go dance with my friends <laughs> I was like so serious it had to be yeah. a wrist corsage I am not interested yeah. do not give me something I have to pin onto my pretty dress that I bought for the special occasion no no, no. No. no and also it's likely too right that your dress is gonna my dress does not have a lapel Yes. There's I, no place um, for it. No, I wanted wrist. I didn't want. Yeah. I'm coming around to the idea that a pin-on is not acceptable. It's not acceptable. I think you're right because that's going to interfere with a dress so completely. A dress is not designed with the idea that you're going to add something to it. No. Mm-mm. Now, a boutonniere, sure. Sure. And you have yeah. a lapel. Mm-hmm. You put it on your jacket. You're fine. It's tasteful. Mm-hmm. It's small. It, mm-hmm. it brightens it up. No, yeah. Wrist uh, No, only. I was... <laughs> Again, yeah, wrist I didn't remember how serious I was about this <laughs> until I read this book. And I was like, that's... Because Jessica is like so excited of, or so jealous of Elizabeth's pin-on corsage. It's very funny. Strange. Okay, also, what do you guys think about the, the dress moment? <laughs> <laughs> it's great. I mean... I'm for it. <laughs> I mean, I I kind of wish that one of them yeah. wore it. Yeah, that's the disappointment. It's like so they both accidentally choose the same dress to try on. Mm-hmm. They both go in the dressing room, come out, think they're looking into a mirror, but no, it's the other one wearing the same and dress. It's worth it to note that the twins aren't speaking at this yeah. time. So it's it's a tense moment. Bad. It's yes. tense. I do, however, like. The, them both going, I wouldn't be caught dead in something that my sister tried on. And so when Jessica's talks about it, she's mm-hmm. like, it's really more Elizabeth's style. And yes. Elizabeth is like, it's really more in Jessica's style. You know what I didn't need? Enid fucking slut shaming her about the dress. Yeah. It's kind of a daring neckline. I don't need Enid, Enid ever. Mm-hmm. Enid, no one gives a fuck about what you're going to wear to this fucking prom. You're probably going to wear real. fucking brown. Yeah, you're going to wear literally probably just like a bag. I've pictured <laughs> now what she's wearing. It is brown, but it has a shimmer to it. Yes. No, um, it's the shimmer. And it has shiny. spaghetti straps, but it has so- yes. it has like a, several spaghetti straps. Mm-hmm, so yes. she's fully locked down. Yeah, yeah she's locked. Um, it's taffeta and it has a full skirt. <laughs> yes. It goes to the ground. <laughs> and, yeah, no, it goes to the ground. And Full on top skirt. of that, she has a matching 
shawl oh, she does. Mm-hmm. that's made out of the exact same. Yes. And it makes noise when she walks. Yeah. Yes. It's not sheer. It's not lighter. It is just the yeah. dress material. It's the dress. a long rectangle. Actually, <gasps> hold. No, it's not that. It's one of those little matching jackets. <laughs> it's like a little like matching short oh, sleeve no. jacket. <laughs> and she's wearing Mary Jane's, like brown Mary Jane's. Yes. Because mm-hmm. um, she's yes. like, I could wear, I, my mom bought me these. I could wear them to school. Like I could wear them all the time. They're not also, just a sometime yeah. shoe. She has done nothing to her hair. No. no. Yes. She put a barrette in yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> she put a she put a barrette she, in her hair and she's wearing like high shine lip gloss. Mm-hmm. Um oh, she put a she's a, wearing like rhinestone butterfly clip in her hair. Oh yeah, yeah she did. She has that. And then um her glasses are like like the frameless kind. Cause she's like, I wanted to dress up. Mm-hmm. So that she got and special Hugh, glasses. When he sees her, he goes, Wow. oh my god oh also it's worth noting that her dress or the little jacket Mm -hmm. has a little like brooch that's like a lot of different little rhinestones like like in the shape of like a a dove (laughs) like there's like a or a flower like it's like a a little pin And also, technically, it came from the mother-in-law dress outfit. Like it came from like from like mother of the bride section. <laughs> when her mom went dress shopping with her, she took yeah. it off of that and she went, Shh, "No one will notice." Oh, yeah, yeah. Honey, no one will notice. Pair it with your youthful Mary Janes, and no one will notice. And then Enid went, "No, mother," and then informed the cashier that she would like to purchase it off of the yes. off of the other. And the cashier was like. We don't sell those. Just take it. <laughs> but and she it insisted. gives her a little thrill, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She's like, "Wow, I can't wait to just think about this later." <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm eating my egg white salad. <laughs> egg white salad. <laughs> All right, I'm not gonna lie. I've no yolk. I've made it. I've had that too. I've had that too. I've had that. Too. I will say I've had that. I've had that. <laughs> But by egg white rice. salad, what I mean is just cubed egg whites. Oh, oh cubed egg whites. Nothing else. Wait, nothing. so it, it's just like little jello. Yeah, and parsley like is sprinkled on top for some reason. But, but she picks out the parsley because it's too spicy. Yes. <laughs> and Elizabeth sees and she goes, mm, that looks good. Have you ever tried it over cold rice? And then she points at the parsley. She goes, what's that spice? <laughs> and Enid goes, you wouldn't like it. And Elizabeth goes, I don't think that I would. She's like, thank you. I don't. I agree as well. And then, and then she's like, can I have a bite? And Enid's like, you wouldn't like it. It's warm. <laughs> <laughs> the warm egg white. Yeah, you wouldn't like it. It's eighty-two degrees. Yeah, she's like mm, too hot. <laughs> too hot. Like I need mine to be just above freezing. <laughs> Enid's like, sorry, this is cool. To the it's at room temp. <laughs> Elizabeth's like, ouch. Uh, <laughs> ouch, my teeth. <laughs> it's too hot. <laughs> There's some drips. Yeah. They're like, wow, what a day. <laughs> I can't wait to write in my journal about this. <laughs> I learned a new recipe. Oh, no. Dear diary, I bought a new dress and I learned a new recipe. <laughs> Things are really going to start changing for little old Enid. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
Oh, and I know we stick to like very high uh, octane books in the Sweet Valley mm-hmm. series, but mm-hmm. I almost feel like if you ever want to do an SVU, we have to do one after Enid changes her name to Alexandra. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and becomes a different woman. <laughs> we absolutely have willing. to. Yes. I would be willing. Absolutely. I would be willing. Oh my it's God. It's a deal. Enid Alexandra. <laughs> Doesn't she dye her hair? Yeah, she becomes like a totally different woman. (laughs) (laughs) She's hot now. (laughs) Oh my god! Uh, That's good. That's good good stuff. Wow! Thank you so much for having me on this episode and giving me a chance to read this book again. God, always. Seriously, thank you for joining us and bringing your your expertise and your wits. Where would we be without it? Truly. Where would we be? We'd be um, we'd be drowning in these books, going, "What's going on?" <laughs> I know there would be like like a serial killer like like yarn situation <laughs> happening where I'd be like, "Who dated who?" <laughs> um, do you have anything that you would like to plug, Ryan? Sure, I do a podcast called uh, "Welcome Back to Roswell," which is a Roswell like recap, reboot, uh, rewatch podcast that I. This season, uh, Patrick Ellers, former guest of Teen Creeps, um, is my co-host. So that's been really fun. Yeah. Find that. Check it out, guys. It's really, really good. Um, And we do not know what... Oh, wait. We do know what we're doing next week. Yeah. Next week is our Carrie Megasode. <gasps> carry on, carry on. Carry on, carry. Wait. You're going to uh, watch we the, talk about... the revenge? Well, we well, are doing so- that or we're doing the Rage Carry Two for Patreon. Mm-hmm. We're doing Carry nineteen seventy six and twenty thirteen for the episode, mm-hmm. and then for yeah for for Patreon we're doing more carries, carries. <laughs> more carries, and there's a lot of carries. There's out a lot there. more like, carries. Hmm? So yeah, there are yeah. many carry adaptations that we had not taken into full consideration. Yes. Uh, so join us for that. Um, and then that night we will be doing our um, Twitch prom. Yeah. Uh, so please join us on uh, Kelly's Twitch channel. Uh, Twitch.tv slash Kelly Nugy, K-E-L-L-Y-N-U-G-E-E. It's going to be really fun. Even if you're not familiar with Twitch, it's very simple yeah. and it's fun. It's a chance for us to kind of interact with you guys. Mm-hmm. And We're, we have some a really fun thing planned. And Ryan is joining us for that episode as well. I'm very excited. Yeah. And only yep. wrist corsages. Only. Yes. Only. Please. My God. Know if you tacky, get... tacky, horrible little big Mesa whore. Ugh. Yeah, yeah. What am I, a big Mesa whore? No. What is <laughs> <laughs> whores at big Mesa? Like Sweet Valley cows and big Mesa whores. <laughs> I'm so sick of this like female cow and whore dynamic. <laughs> I could be both. Yeah. <laughs> I can be both and like it. <laughs> oh my god. A huge thank you to everybody who supports us on Patreon. Patreon.com slash Teen Creeps. We got a lot of really fun content on there for you. Um a big special thank you to our Patreon producers, our fifteen dollar a month patrons. Thank you, Aaron Fernandez. Adriana Field Dwyer. Ashley Fairmore. Courtney McPhail. Danielle Lamana. Danny. Emily Pooley. Gabriela Santiago. Grace Armstrong. Jordan Colwick, Lewis, Kat Miller, Helen Burns, Christina Desmond, Laura Hooper, Luke Bartek, Mandalay Walschlager, Mariana. <laughs> I have the old pronunciation Terzakis. in my head so bad. Terzakis, 
Melody. Megan Lozier. Micah Yunus. Miguel Camacho. Molly Marks. Nick Ulanowski. Oscar Gallegos. Pamela, Randy Clett. Rashad Klett, Black. Rogue Calahoula. Sarah. Sarah Jaggers. Sasha Gibson. Shannon Pickens. Sydney Bollinger. Tristan Buckner. Victoria Beck. Victoria Valdez. And Wendy Bartos. Thank you. Thank you. Thank so you. So kind. Such support. So we love you guys very much. Um, a huge thank you again to our guest, Ryan Mogi. M- Ryan, where can people find you on the internet? Uh, you can find me at rmogi. That's uh, R-M-O-G-G-E uh, across the social world. Awesome. Thank you so much. Check out everything she does. She's really awesome. Um, and we will see you guys next time. Yeah, next week for Carrie. In the meantime, keep it creepy. Forever Dog. This has been a Forever Dog production. Executive produced by Kelly Nugent, Lindsay Katai, Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. For more original podcasts, please visit foreverdogpodcasts.com and subscribe to our shows on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Keep up with the latest Forever Dog news by following us on Twitter and Instagram, at Forever Dog Team, and liking our page on Facebook.